Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Have I not loved you? Have I not revealed to you my gospel? Have I not ordered your steps in the word? Have I ever failed you? Have I ever not done what I promised you? Have I not brought about everything I told you? Don't be afraid. I am with you like I have been with you forever. And I will be with you forever. Stand fast. Stand strong. Be of good courage. And you will see my salvation like you have never seen. Amen. Now, if you will turn with me to Luke. I did not expect that. Luke 24, back in the early 1990s, I know because of where I was, what car I was in, I was driving along and we were going to somewhere and I was in the back seat. I wasn't in the back seat very long. I don't remember why. But anyway, I was in the back seat and the Spirit of the Lord came on me and started ministering to me, giving me a revelation of where Jesus is and what he is now changed my life. And I'm going to say like I've, like I've said before, do you have any guts? Do you got any guts to put your tradition aside, to put what you've learned by your grandparents, your Sunday school teacher aside, and only look at what the Word of God says? Only the Word. Do you have any guts? Because it may be totally different than what you think. Let's turn to Luke 24. I'm going to begin in verse 36. And as they thus spoke, Jesus himself, after he's resurrection, resurrected, Jesus is now resurrected. He came out of the grave. And as they thus spoke, the disciples were talking. Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said, why are you troubled and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Notice, it says they were terrified and afraid. Why? Because they supposed they had seen a spirit. A spirit. They thought Jesus was a spirit. Well, I mean, he just showed up. Nobody saw him walking through the door. So they think he's a spirit. Now, but he says... Why are you troubled and why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, 
Look at my hands and look at my feet. Handle me. Handle me. He said, touch me. Handle me. He said, and see, for a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have. This is the resurrected Jesus, the one the stone rolled back and he walked out. And now he's talking to his disciples. Isn't that glorious? The resurrected Jesus is talking to his disciples. And he says, handle me. You see, I have flesh and bones. This is the resurrected Jesus. Do you get it? The resurrected Jesus has flesh and bones. Jesus, the resurrected, has flesh and bones. He's alive. He's alive, and he is not a zombie, and he's not a spirit, and he doesn't sparkle here, and you can't see through him. He is alive. He has flesh and bones, just like you do. All right, let's go on. For a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And why ye that believed not for joy and wondered, he said, have you here any meat? He said, you got anything to eat? You got anything to eat? We don't have a ghost here, folks. We don't have a spirit here. We got a man with flesh and bones. And he says, got anything to eat? Thank God we get to eat in heaven. Amen. Do you have anything here to eat? And he said, and they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb. And he took it and he ate it. He ate it. The resurrected Jesus is eating fish and honeycomb. Fish. Now, go back to, I want you to go down to verse 50. This is the man that was eating, talking to his disciples, talking to him. I mean, this is the same Jesus as with them four days before. The same Jesus that had dinner with them, the Passover. The same Jesus that sat and gave them the wine and said, drink all of this, all of you. The same Jesus that gave them the bread said, this is the bread. My body is going to be broken hours from now. Drink all this cup, all of you. This is my blood in the New Testament because I'm going to shed it hours from now. This is the same Jesus. He comes out of the grave. He shows up again. Got anything to eat? I did it, folks. Got anything to eat? That's Jesus. Now, look at verse 50. And he led them out as far as Bethany. And he lifted up his hands, has got hands, and he blessed them. And it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried into heaven. Notice, notice, he was not transformed. He was not transformed. All he was was lifted to heaven. He didn't change on the way up. He is the same Jesus. He just went up. So the flesh and the bones and the ones that he's got fish and honeycomb in his stomach is going up. Going up. A man. Alive. A man. Now, not too sure about that. Neither was I. Turn to... Genesis 1. I want you to go to verse 26. 
Let's take a look at this body that was just raised to heaven. He said, 26, and God said, let us, 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 shows there's two there. There's actually three. Made man in our image, our image after our likeness. What was the resurrected Jesus? A man with flesh and bones. And here in Genesis 1, when he makes man, he says, let's make man in our image and our likeness. I struggled with this verse for years. I would tell God, yeah, but it says image and likeness. It doesn't mean exactly. It doesn't mean exactly. Struggled with this for years. Guess what God showed me? I love it. God will always answer you if you are sincere about his word. Go to Genesis 5, verse 3. And Adam lived 130 years and begat a son, uh-oh, in his own likeness after his image. Adam had a son after his own image and in his own likeness. Guess what, folks? That's what Adam was. That's what Adam was. He was made just like Jesus. Just like him, Adam had flesh and bones. The resurrected Jesus has flesh and bones. You know what he's missing? The blood. The blood. You know why he's missing that blood? Because he shed it for us. He shed it for us, and we're washed in it. Thank you, Jesus. Now, go with me to 2 Timothy. I mean, 1 Timothy. Forgive me. 1 Timothy. Chapter 2, this is who we pray to. When you are worshiping Jesus and thanking God and praising him, this is what we're praising. We are praising a man that has flesh and bones. But let's take a look at this man. All right, 2 Timothy 2, verse 4. Who will have all men, this is God, who will have all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. The man, Christ Jesus. Got any guts? Do you have any guts? Can you believe the word of God? Can you believe the word of God? Better yet, can you agree with the word of God? Can you agree that this is the word of God? Do you have the guts to lay down everything you've been told and you didn't look for yourself. Have you got the guts to lay that down and say, you know what? The word of God is truth. The word of God is truth and it cannot be broken. What does this word of God say? There is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus. The man. The man, Christ Jesus. Oh, but you're the belittling Jesus. You have no idea of the word of God. You have no revelation of that man. No revelation of that man, but we're going to get that revelation. We're going to get the revelation of who Jesus is, who he is now, who you pray to. All right, let's go to the next verse. Let's go to Hebrews 1. These are some of my favorite passages. Hebrews 1. I know why men, why uh, scholars, so-called scholars hate Hebrews. 
There's so much power in it. There's so much truth in it. All right, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. God, remember there's one God and one, one mediator, Jesus. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners, spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed, whom he has appointed, this man with flesh and bones, whom he has appointed, heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. You want to know what God looks like? Jesus told Thomas. Thomas said, Jesus, show us what God looks like. Jesus said, Thomas, can't you see me? Can't you see me? I look exactly like the Father. Exactly. And when I grew up, my father taught ceramics. And we used to, I used to work with ceramics. Have you ever made a mold with ceramics? You take the original image and you make a mold around it. And then you take that original image and you set it over here. And then you fill that mold with clay. And when you take that mold off, it's the same image. It looks just like the first one. Well, guess what Jesus is? The express image of the Father. Now, let's go on. Who being the brightness of his glory and express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Holding all things by the word of his power. When he had himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels. Do you see that? Being made so much better than the angels, as he has by an inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. This is who you pray to when you pray to Jesus. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, we're talking multitudes of angels. And of the angels, he saith, Who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, unto Jesus, he saith, Thy throne, Jesus. Unto the Son, he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thine hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as does a garment. And as a vesture thou shalt fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same. Thou art the same. And thy years shall not fail. Shall not fail. This is our Jesus. This is the one we, we pray to. This is the one we praise. What is he? He's a man. He has flesh and bones. 
but he also has something else. Turn with me to Matthew 28. Verse 18, and Jesus spoke unto them saying, all power, all power, all power. You get that? All power, all power. Not some, all power given unto me in heaven and in earth. This is a man. This is a man that has all power, all power in heaven and earth. And you know what? He gives it to us. He gives it to us. One last verse. We're going to go to Revelations. Verses, actually. Revelations 1. We're going to take a look at this man that we worship, that we praise, that lives in us. Oh, I got two verses. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I was into, this is Paul, or John speaking. Revelations 1, verse 10. I was in the Spirit in the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in the book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, and to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And being turned... I saw seven golden candlesticks, and in the middle of the candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about with the paps with a golden girdle. Look at this man. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes as a flame of fire, a flame of fire. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burn in a furnace. And his voice is the sound of many waters. And he had the voice, the sound of many waters. This is the man we worship. This is the man we pray to. This is the man that we give our lives to. This is the man whose spirit comes into us, that comes into us. What do we do with this spirit? Turn back with me to Hebrews 2. I'm going to finish here, starting in verse 9. But we see Jesus. We see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it became him, from whom are all things, he created everything. And by whom are all things, he created everything. In bringing many sons unto glory. Many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Did you know that Jesus is the captain of your salvation? Amen. Did you know that the man whose eyes were as a flame of fire, his feet as fine brass when he's judging, you know, he's your captain of your salvation? Is there any reason to be afraid of anything? This is the captain of our salvation. Do you want him to be the captain of your salvation? Do you know Jesus said you must be born again? You must be. And when you are born again, Jesus, the man, the man who sits at the right hand of God, who makes intercession for us, 
that man becomes the captain of your salvation. If he's the captain of your salvation, are you going to fail? Are you going to fail? You can't fail if that man is the captain of your salvation. How do you become born again? Romans 10 says, those that call on the name of that captain, Jesus, that man that has flesh and bones, but has all power, both in heaven and earth, power over Satan, power over man, power over every spirit, power over sickness, power over doubt, power over unbelief, power over sin. That man has all power, all power. When you call on that name of that man, he, his spirit will enter into you and you will be born again. We have about only three or four minutes left. If you want to be born again, we're going to have the Water of Life boys come up here and sing for us. It is finished. And when they do, I want you to ask Jesus to come into you and be the captain of your salvation so that the man will be in you and that man in you has all power and will help you in any situation you are in. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.